I'm the godfather of time travel? The Adam Project. How'd you get to be so dumb? My god, we watched too many movies. Welcome back to the Bean Dub Podcast, where most of the time we travel back in time to discuss a movie that a director, writer, producer, and or actor has made. This week, however, we're discussing a new Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds joint called The Atom Project. Uh, before we get into that, though, my name is Seth, and with me as always is... Laura. And... Large Simpson. Another shout out to uh, G-Baby there. <laughs> Did you say shout out or shout out? Yeah, it was supposed to be shout out, but, you know, <laughs> a couple way. hits on a couple shots, it tends to turn shout in a shirt. <laughs> it's going to be a good podcast. Shout out to you, G-Baby. Yeah. Shout it out loud, man. As we usually do before we get into the movies, uh, how has everybody's week been? What has everybody been up to? Uh, it kind of felt a lot longer than what it was, even though it was... Work-wise, a little bit shorter for me. Time's been going by a little strange recently. Hmm. Not bad, just different. Usually my time off seems like it goes a lot faster than my time at work. Yeah, depending on how busy it is. Well, I mean, for like the first week in I don't know how many months, I actually got two days off in a week. So yeah. yeah. Spend your entire day off cleaning the house. Like four or five months. Mm-hmm. Cleaning and... Doing chores. That's not a, a great day off. My week was pretty normal. I didn't get through any audiobooks, so I don't have that one. No audiobook session this week. No. no I, what have you been jingle. doing? I did continue <laughs> listening to uh, the... Uh, what was it? The History of, of Sketch Comedy. I'm still listening to that with uh, Keegan-Michael Key. I, I feel he's a lot less funny without someone else to riff off of. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in that like one, consistently way. trying to riff off of himself, which is kind of weird. <laughs> and also kind of hard to do when you're not in a typical like stand-up format, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But the, the yeah. history that he tells is very interesting. It's a lot of stuff that I didn't know about, which is good information to have. Otherwise, Laura and I went to watch... Uh, a few movies in the theaters. We saw Studio 666 and Death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. Trying to get those in before they leave the theater because most audiences don't want to watch uh, anything that is not a comic book franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> well, we got Studio 666 just in time. Death on the Nile is still playing, but won't be around much longer. And then you got Disney. Yeah. Being read, being pulled straight to straight to streaming, even yeah, though they've been was, advertising yeah. it in house yeah. for months. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's not in your theater. Nope, nope. Uh, it was supposed to open on March 11th, which was like, so, yeah, finally the first kids movie that we would have had since Sing. Yeah. Sing opened on December 22nd. Yeah, and then they yoinked so it and said, <laughs> "Fuck you guys." Had streaming n- only. No kids' movies besides Sing and Encanto, and Encanto opened November 23rd, I believe. It was right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we had two kids' movies that have just been limping along ever since. Yeah. Well, back on track. Yeah, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're not really up to much. I mean, Today was about as much fun as a sandpaper dildo. There you go. Ow. <laughs> Ow, why would you do that to yourself? Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. We have an entirely Ryan Reynolds soundboard today. Nice. It's going to be amazing. So that's the first one. Today was about as much fun as a sandpaper dildo. Oh, I've, I've got one that I'm kind of <coughs> hoping for. We'll, we'll see if it pops up. All right. Yeah, we'll see. All right. So today's movie is The Atom Project, directed by Sean Levy. Obviously, a 2022 movie. Just came out yesterday. 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 <laughs> just in time for us to go back in time tonight when we do the fucking daylight savings shit. Yeah. So everybody gets yeah. to be a time traveler as well. <laughs> Gotta love time travel. 
And being American, also, because nobody else fucking yeah, it's, does it. It's an America-only <laughs> thing. It was Ben Franklin, I think, that instituted it. Yeah, fuck yeah. that dude. <laughs> no, he's having motherfucker. Cock juggling thunder cunt. Yes, that's the one I was hoping for. <laughs> Thank you. Just because that's such a funny one. That's always my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Blade three. Yeah. All right, yes, so The Atom Project, 2022, Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds. Laura, would you like to read the synopsis? A time-traveling pilot teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Uh, this movie has a 6.9 on IMDb. Fantastic. That's yeah, not bad. Love on this. IMDb, that's right. So it's a pretty good rating. Well, if you remember, the first movie we ever covered was also a 6.9. Which is ready or not. So, does anybody have thoughts on this movie? Spoiler free, before we start ripping it apart. There was more to it than I expected. Yeah. And it was a pretty good, like, feel-good movie. It covered a lot of things, too. Yeah. And you weren't expecting that from Sean Levy? We just watched Real Steel. Yeah, but that was <laughs> kind of, I don't know, like... It was different than a lot of the other movies that he's put out, too. You know? I mean, there are some along those yeah. lines, but, you know. Yeah. This one had a lot more depth and a lot more areas to think about than I had expected it to go into. Yeah. I'd say this one was a lot more similar to, like, Free Guy, his last movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only because it had Ryan Reynolds, but it had, like, the comedic beats a little bit of the, like the sci-fi, a lot of the action, and and the action the sci-fi, sci-fi yeah. the the video game side of it, uh, just like slight, just because like the kid, you know, new video game, or, yeah, you know, just a tinge. It's of it. kind of like yeah. a video game segment during the uh, drone thing. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple of points. Yeah, where it says on him playing the there, video game. There's obviously big differences between Free Guy and. Adam Project. I'm I'm not saying yeah. they're like the same movie <laughs> at yeah. all. No. Format wise, it's a I think it was kind of a mashup between that and Real Steel. Yeah. 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 That's accurate. I mean it does have a lot like in common with Real Steel as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you just switched it around to where like and I guess it might be spoilers if you don't know about this, so I mean Let's just put out the spoiler warning right now and say, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's super easy to yeah. Uh, yeah. attain. Most people have Netflix. If you just switch the roles of older Adam and younger Adam with a father and son, yeah, could very easily turn into like a sci-fi futuristic type of movie. Mm-hmm. The same thing that Real Steel was. Right. Yeah. Just with more comedic beats because it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. The thematic elements were a little similar, too. I mean, because, like, the problematic relationship between father and son mm-hmm. in Real Seal and in this one. Yeah. A parent's dying. Yeah, loss of a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how they how they say cancer in Spanish? No. El cancer. <laughs> God. Ryan Reynolds is going to get us through this episode. Oh, man. (laughs) It's like so deadpan, so matter of fact. Today was about as much fun as a sandpaper dildo. I think today's been a lot more fun than that. (laughs) Shit. Okay. Any day that's more fun than that is a good day. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Especially if you've actually experienced that, because that sounds horrific. Yeah, it does sound really bad. It sucks. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. It sucks. The, the, the timing of our looks back and forth right there, too. Man, if that was on video. Man, chef's kiss. Oh, God. Fucking damn it. Okay. The Adam Project. Let's get back into it. Stop snoring. She's sleeping. Let her sleep. She... She's vibrating the table. Does She's it like make a... dog sleep apnea machines? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. All right. Well, we're just going to go. Oh, she's dreaming. Well, we're just going to have to deal with whatever puppy dream Bella's going through right now in the background while I read through my notes. So, the Adam Project. 
This movie starts with Adam in 2050 escaping in a space airplane from some people trying to stop him. He gets shot at while he enters a wormhole that we are meant to assume takes him back in time. Why did you say space airplane, not spaceship? They described it at the start of the movie as an airplane. Oh, yeah. Because he was an Air Force. A pilot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it did look like a plane. I just like... Yeah. I call it a spaceship later in the notes. It just... That's what they call them at the start of the movie. Makes sense. Not a space airplane, but they were in an airplane that went to space. Little Adam, in modern times, gets beaten up by a bully because he tried to defend himself. And he gets in trouble because the public school system sucks. Yep. Yep. Yep, I'd agree with that. (laughs) Punishing the wrong people. In those kind of situations, at least. Yeah. I've been in the same kind of situation. He got suspended for standing up for himself and getting his ass beat. How does that work? Yeah. I got in school suspension for seven days by picking up a piece of plastic on the school ground. There's got to be some contextual backstory to that that's just missing. All I did was pick it up. I, I got suspended for walking on grass. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. They had this like area of like grass in front of the office that you weren't supposed to walk on and for what? For why? I don't know. Like how are you going to have so gra- and it wasn't blocked off or anything. It was just like an open area like of grass and it's fucking grass and I had been at this school for like two weeks and I start walking on and these girls are like you can't walk on that grass and I was like it's it's grass. The ground. Fuck off. I can walk on the ground. Like God, it's like have don't... like a laser grid covering it. So as no. soon as you step foot on it, it's like a bunch yeah. of sirens. No, they were like, you can't walk Fuck. on that. And I was like, it's fucking bitches. Like trying to tell me I can't walk on grass. Fuck you. Like you know, I just thought they were giving me a hard time because I just started at the school. Fuck you guys. I walked on grass my whole life. <laughs> exactly. Bitch, watch me do it. <laughs> Precisely. So that's what happened. And then, yeah, I I got I got suspended. I don't know why my mom didn't fight it. It was pretty dumb. Wow. Who's meant to tell all the children, every single child? Right. Yeah. Is there going to be a guard there? How old were you? I was in fifth grade. Jesus Christ! Sounds like some uh, yeah power hungry administrators. That doesn't make it. We're just having a bad day. That's still you shitty, though. Stepped on my grass, your sister. I I went to a lot of schools between kindergarten and before I got out here, and that was the school that I hated the most. Like, Makes sense. You cock juggling thunder cunt! I probably said something like that to them. <laughs> yeah, definitely got suspended in fifth grade for saying fuck in front of the class. Three day suspension, didn't tell my mom about it. She didn't find out until the next year and she was pissed. How do your mom not find out about a suspension? They like mailed letters to my house and called the house. Oh no, see see, I was I was that asshole kid that watched the mail and the answering machine to delete the message and uh-huh. pull the mail. Cause I didn't want her to find out. Asshole kid. And I, then I always got caught. And then it was a parent-teacher conference where it got brought up, and she went, hmm, I didn't know about that. All right, we only made it two lines into my... <laughs> yeah, right, we got, on. like, the opening of the first scene. <laughs> moving yeah. on. So, Ellie, Adam's mom, picks him up from the principal and grills him on the way home. She leaves for a date, and while he's home, Adam checks out a spaceship wreck nearby. She goes out with a... Uh, co-worker. Face mullet. Derek. Face mullet. Yeah. yeah, face mullet. <laughs> yeah. It's called a goatee. Wow. <laughs> Just call it a goatee. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nah. Young Adam runs away from the landing site with his golden retriever after being spooked by something in the woods. He has to use his inhaler, then comes across Ryan Reynolds' Adam in the garage. The older Adam, played by yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Because it's an older Adam meeting a younger Adam. Because it's time travel. It's going to get a little bit confusing in the notes that I've written. Some of it, yeah. You could just say his older self. Yeah. Well, later, it, I just address them as the Adams. Yeah. 
Nice. Okay. Uh, awesome. I mean, because they're together. Right. The rest. Of the pretty movie. much the entire movie. For yeah. Most of it, it. It's pretty much just this beginning sequence where it gets really weird. Yeah. Older Adam has been shot and has to tend to his wounds while young Adam continues to ask questions and annoy him. Old Adam reveals to young Adam that he's him while coughing and making his bullet wound fart. Yeah. Such a strange way to throw in comedy, but a farting bullet wound. (coughs) They head back to Adam's spaceship where its issues are diagnosed and the ship is scheduled to repair itself, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Because older Adam, Ryan Reynolds' Adam, was injured, he couldn't, like, do the finger scan for the, I'm guessing, like, the key for the Mm -hmm. ship. Yeah. But because they share the same DNA, he just had younger Adam do the finger scan mm-hmm. it worked and diagnosed it and it started repairing itself yep. i guess because that's something you can do but it said it was like sure less than 50 percent armor or whatever yeah or at least repairs to be able to just fly normally i guess yeah fucking hell thanks reefer you know how they how they say cancer in spanish no l cancer yeah so old adam Fuck it. From here on out, I'm just calling him Ryan Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid is Adam. Okay. So Ryan Reynolds heads back to the garage to recover from his wounds, and Adam had to play it off with his mom like nothing happened. This pretty much amounts to the kid being a total asshole to his mom. He's a little shit. It was, it was, like the last thing she said before she left in the morning was like, you can call me if you need anything. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I probably won't. Not going to do it. No, he was even more cold than that. She said, call me if you need anything. He said, I won't. Oh, yeah, I won't. Yeah. Late preteen mixed with father dead. Very believable uh, yeah. prepubescent Ryan Reynolds. So. Very much so. Hats yeah, off to yeah. this kid. I don't know who he is, but I liked him. Hats off to the kid and the fucking, um, yeah. Yes. Casting director. Yeah, casting. Yes. Well, there's more exposition discussed between the Adams, and Ryan grabs their dead dad's jacket to wear out on the town. Obviously, just to grab some more medical supplies. But while outside the store, Adam gets approached by his bullies and immediately starts getting beaten up. Yeah. Ryan comes in for a pep talk, but Adam gets knocked down because regardless of his bravery, he's small and fragile. Adam runs away and Ryan takes care of the bullies and makes one of them piss their pants. (laughs) Oh, so good. He said he was going to, if he ever picked on Adam again, he was going to take his bones out of his body, sharpen them up, stab his fucking friend. Like, holy shit, man. That's mm, mm, mm. very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oddly, darkly specific. But very funny. L cancer. <laughs> You're a little streamer. <laughs> Gross. You had a lot of piss saved up. I guess to piss through the pants and still have a stream. Mm-hmm. Good God, man. It's a lot of pee. You know how it goes. There's a lot of force behind it, too. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not peeing my pants. Ryan and Adam rendezvous back at the garage, but the door is locked. Adam is going through old Adam shit. I don't know why I referred to him as old Adam again. <laughs> and finds his phone. He finds a picture of Zoe Saldana. I mean, Gamora. I mean, Laura. Oh, hi, Laura. Hey. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Ryan runs away this time. And goes to the bar to meet up with his mom and talk through her relationship with her son, which ultimately is him. I don't think he ran yet. away to like meet up with his mom, though. It was a different situation. Yeah. No, that's what he did. You have a whole like Back to the Future situation going on here. Yeah, but he he went to the bar and then he just happened to be there. I don't think it was a Back to the Future situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not like that. No, 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 correct that. No, no edible. He went to the there. bar, and then she happened to come in. I think he knew that that was the bar that she would like go to every so often. How would he know that? He's not a dumb kid, and but, that had to have been from him. And he's a slightly even less dumb adult. Yeah, I, I, 
Even my, though he traded most of his brains for muscles. <laughs> yeah, what sure. a mistake. My my perception on that scene was not that he was expecting to see her there. I think he went to the Maybe. bar to get away. It could have just be a small enough town where there's yeah, like, that's yeah, that's very true. Yeah. But just my perception that scene was like he wasn't expecting to see her there and then she was there and then it was because as a child at the age that that would have happened, how would he have known anything about her going to a bar and like what she might have said or felt in that situation? He wasn't there, you know? Yeah. But now he was there so he could actually tell her that what she was thinking and feeling was wrong. Yeah. He kind of dropped a few hints in that scene, too, that could have let her know who he was. Well, yeah, that's why she ran out right yeah. after he left. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been something she would have easily been able to believe anyway. Well, but I mean, with a like, theoretical physicist for a husband. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and, think that wouldn't have necessarily been out of the before he died, he was on the track of, like... Yeah. Time travel through wormholes. Yeah. But she knew something was up. She felt it. Yeah, that's true. She knew. Well, they also go over Adam's death or Adam's father's death and how she's not taking time to grieve in order to stay strong and mother her child, which is sad. It's something that a lot of people usually feel the need that they have to do. They can't be yeah, uh, openly emotional in front of their children that, yeah, you know, Kind of gives your child a complex that you're unbreakable, and then one of your parents die. Yeah, that's that's a whole different thing to talk about, but yeah. Mm. The next day, the Adams discuss how their father inadvertently discovered time travel just before being attacked by a bunch of futuristic dick, dick bags. <laughs> dick bags, yeah. <laughs> Halo knockoff little bastards. Yeah. <laughs> They all just, like, poof out of nowhere. They have, like, some kind of weird invisibility cloak on, and they just poof up. I mean, Ryan used some, like, grenade on the front door when they came through it. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, and then yeah. they just took off. And now the Star Wars references start. <laughs> well, I mean, with, they... With Adam. It's like, is that a lightsaber? Dude, kind that's... Kind of a lightsaber. Kind of. Just not white. Yeah. But it has the <laughs> yeah. same exact effect. Well, it's not chopping anybody in half. It's just, it's more like like a... He chopped a tree straight down by just, like, holding it out, driving in the car, and it was just, like, zoom, straight Well, the weird thing about all these, like, futuristic dick bags is that every time they get hit, like, once, they poof into, like, sparkle dust. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, they're dying in the wrong timeline. Yeah, I guess. They they touched on that a little bit. It's, like, dying in the wrong timeline. Messy. But that was as far into detail as they went. (laughs) Messy sparkle dust. Yeah. Well, they almost escape. Almost. They're held at gunpoint for a short period of time before they're obviously saved by Laura. Yes. You're welcome. Today was about as much fun as a sandpaper dildo. I don't have a yes. Until I showed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In your time of need, Laura is always there to save you. That's accurate. They managed yeah. to escape... From the cavalry and end up at a small beachside lodge. Laura tells adult Adam that he needs to go back to 2018 to stop his dad from accidentally creating time travel. Yeah. Their, their reunion is cut short, however, because the bad guys find them once again. And Laura forces the Adams to leave while she gets ready for an epic battle. Something that bothered me on my second watch because... I was pretty intoxicated on my first watch. (laughs) Yeah, same. Was that they had, she had like a shit ton of hidden guns in that house and didn't send the Adams with any of it? Nothing, (laughs) yeah. She only grabbed one gun and there was like at least a dozen. There was not a dozen in that shot. There was maybe six. Half a dozen, whatever. That's a big difference. Tomato. Tomato, carrot. Whatever. Same thing. There was still more time. than there's still more than one he gun. Had to leave. Yeah. There was not time. Well, if they didn't spend so much time being all like, I don't want to go. You can't. Leave. I can't Shut leave up. again. You do the same thing. 
because she like died once before. Oh my god! Oh my god! Give him a fucking gun. Give the child a heavy machine gun. Yeah, give, give Send him, that, him off. Give him that scar that was in the that she was using. <laughs> Heavily modified, like Call of Duty scar. <laughs> give the child a dragon off. They give, didn't give him a need pump any guns though. They just needed to get the fuck out of there. Because apparently all those dudes needed to do to die was, like, get hit once. Yeah. <laughs> by literally any weapon. Like, yeah. punch to the throat, dead. <laughs> Flick Except them the in the guy, wrist. Oh, my she God, exploded dead. the car and he didn't die. Fucker. Trip on pebble, dead. Yep. I think, like you said, though, it had more to do with the timeline. Because, like, if they're going back in time, that's not their, their original... Or what, what? What did they say? Like they the specific term for like where they were supposed to be, the time they were supposed to be. Uh, There's something they said. Eighteen. No, like not that. Like there like was a the, term for their like home. Their timeline. Their basically, t- there like, was specific word specific. For it. I forget what it was called. Yeah, I can't. But maybe it's it just like if you if you encounter any kind of like impact or anything. Yeah. Outside of your... It gets incredibly messy, and the reason that time travel movies just really don't work, especially if you're going back in time to stop time travel from happening, then you don't get back to your timeline. Yeah. There's... God, and I don't have enough information about it, but there's so many, like, time travel paradoxes. Yeah. That, like you're, if it was if it was never invented, how did you go back in the first place to do it? And yeah. this whole like paradoxical loop that keeps happening for yeah. time travel. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's exactly why uh, Rick and Morty doesn't ever. Uh, Justin Roiland said that they're never going to do time travel. Yeah, in, it's in Rick and Morty. You can have as many dimensions as you want, and all different. Sure. You know, yeah, because with like the multiverse theory, it's entirely. Know, it's all Possible. still on one timeline, though. Yeah. yeah. You start going back in time, you start making shit messy. Because it's like, if one person has the chance to go back in time, then it's like, in that same timeline, people who noticed that person that went back in time should have seen that person at that time. Yeah. But Adam <sighs> didn't didn't really act like he saw himself prior to that point because yeah, it's all on his the same first timeline. Time I don't know. It it gets it gets too complicated and confusing to talk about. Yes. Yeah. But it's the problem with time travel movies. Go go listen to some stuff and like theoretical physicists and stuff like that. They have way better information than we do. <laughs> yeah. I know that for sure. Well, I would say this movie <clears throat> in particular uh, acknowledged and called out the paradoxes throughout the movie and I, I appreciate that. I think a lot that. of them because do. they did touch like, on it, yeah. They were like, "Hey, well, how how could this have happened? Like Adam, the, you know, the young version of like Ryan yeah. Else. Did did you experience this when yeah, you were young? It's like, happened. do you remember this happening to you? So no. Yeah, because... and they said something about like when you return to your actual correct and original timeline, that your memory is just yeah, it's like a deja vu. Situation. Yeah, it's it's just like you don't really have the memory of that. It's there's an... a whisper in the background, maybe if it shows up. An echo. Yeah. Yeah. Echo. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if I really necessarily believe that, but it's a good cover for it, I guess. That way you don't have to go into too much Mm -hmm. detail on it. You can just kind of continue the story from there. I mean, it's it's something that's entirely theoretical anyway, because obviously time travel is not a fucking thing. Or is it? (laughs) Not that we have the capabilities of right now, or that we know of. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo is somewhere <laughs> discovering yeah. it right now. Yeah. <laughs> as we speak. No, I mean I be- I believe that it's possible. You believe Mark Ruffalo is doing it? I have no yeah. idea. If anyone's gonna do it. <laughs> it's Mark Ruffalo. It's Mark. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna uh-huh. squint at some negative space with his one eye and fucking oh, <laughs> stop oh, on him. Oh, He's not Forrest Whitaker. No. Stop it. <laughs> you know how they how they say cancer in Spanish? No. El cancer. <laughs> so much emphasis on the L. El cancer. El cancer. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how they see it. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, we're at a good pace now, too. Yeah. Uh, the Adams escape the bad guys chasing them and travel back in time to confront their dad. They attempt to convince him to stop studying wormholes and time travel, including a few exchanged punches to no avail. The Ryan Reynolds Adam punches Mark Ruffalo, their dad. Right in the mouth. Lewis? Lewis, yeah. 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 I've seen it spelled that way and pronounced many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Louis, Lewis. Lois. Fucking bullshit. Lewis. It's Lewis. Lewis Reed. Most typical way of pronouncing it is. You cock-juggling thunder cunt! Reed. (laughs) Can't forget the Reed at the end. It, It is his last name. He is a physicist, damn it. That's Doc- Dr. Cockjuggling Thundercunt <laughs> Reed. Thank you very much. You better recognize. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Maya, the main bad chick that used Louise, that's Adam's dad, invention to her advantage and become evil, meets with herself in the past to destroy the child. Destroy the child. Yeah, bitch. She did a good job of playing a just absolute bitch in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Both of the hers. Yeah, they had a body double for her, for the younger version of her. Yeah, but they they made her face straight off of, like, her younger face. Yeah. Like, it. I was commenting like, like you a could deep tell fake almost. you could tell it's CGI, but like it was <coughs> her because like like that looked exactly like her in younger movies. Yeah, but yeah, she played a pretty good evil mastermind, and she's generally like I don't think I've ever seen her in a movie where she wasn't really likable. She general gen generally mom. Yeah, or just like really just like a nice yeah you yeah. know character. Good mm-hmm. job. Catherine Keener. Great job. The Adams end up at the science lab where Lewis's experiments are, but run into some issues, including more baddies in fencing outfits. <laughs> fencing, yeah. The men, <laughs> the helmets definitely <laughs> looked like fencing. Well, they were, yeah. 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 Like mesh grate on the front. <laughs> on your knees. I'm, I'm sorry, what? The, the mask kind of muffles it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Classic Ryan Reynolds. And then the kid gives him the same speech that he had to deal with his bullies. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty pretty great. That was pretty great. Such a worse situation to be in. He's like, God damn it. Just smile at him like this is something that you want to happen. And then just bend down and punch them in the bikini private parts. Yeah. Something, something bathing pretty suit. close. Bathing suit parts. There bathing you go. Suit private parts. Yeah. There you go. They do pretty good together, taking everybody out, but their dad comes in at the last moment to save older Adam from certain death. He's pretty much almost hit by a car. Yeah. Would have been, for sure, if his dad wouldn't have shown up and yeah. T-boned that other one. Yeah, he Lewis shows the up car. with the Subaru. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I saw Aviation Gin anywhere in the movie. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we did mention that, but no. The only place that I think it could have been was probably in the house. Somewhere in the house. It was probably somewhere in the house. Or at the bar. I wasn't. Oh, the. We could rewatch it. It was probably at the bar. I didn't even think about it while watching. If I had. I didn't think about it doing the rewatch earlier either. Yeah. They obviously didn't make it like super obvious like they do in a red notice. (laughs) Yeah. But it was hilarious. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, like, pointed out. It yeah. was hilarious. But, yeah. 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 Rion Reynolds. <laughs> was that words? What? Brain might have strokies. Rion Reynolds. You know how they say cancer in Spanish? No. Reynolds. L cancer. All right. Well, I'll stretch. Home yes. stretch. <laughs> they, this was supposed to be read right afterwards, so they, including the Adams and Lewis, all team up and head into the facility. They come across a huge specific laboratory with a ton of sci fi machines and such. But guess what? Chicken butt. Maya and her seemingly 
Endless goon squad swing by to stop the party. Oh, bitch, man. God damn, bitch. Fuck. There's like science fiction machines going off. There's like portals being opened and yeah, swirling mechanics. I think they called that thing, it was a electromagnetic accelerator. I don't know if that's anything like a particle accelerate. I think think it's probably similar to a particle accelerator because i think that's how particle accelerators work is from electro electromagnetism i think and i, I a don't particle accelerator is a real thing yeah yeah it's used for like physics experiments and stuff like that so it, yeah when you think back to like the times before like like the internet and just having like independent power sources and stuff like that that we have today. Yeah. Like yeah. that sounds like fucking witchcraft, right? Like when you like that long ago before you knew anything about it, it does. Like I don't think that time travel or anything is really impossible. Any new idea always sounds fucking insane before there's science to back it up. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet, but it's yeah, it's like, possible. like theoretically, it's always possible. Yeah, and there's just like planes. Yeah, yeah I mean, seriously, I mean, they're yeah. fucking, they're so huge and like heavy. Like, how the fuck well, does I that mean, even the work? First, the first ones weren't. Yeah, but I mean, just yeah, like fucking Wright brothers. Seriously, still thinking about it, it's like, how does that even work? Like. Yeah. You like you know it and you can read about it and you can understand how it works, but it's just still mind boggling that it actually works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just all types of transportation is like Yeah. It was like witchcraft yeah. only yeah. like a century ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Transportation, air fryers, yeah. women's rights. It was all like <laughs> Total science fiction. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> was something to cut. Wasn't National Women's Day like last week too? <laughs> Shit. It was like three days ago. Yeah, <laughs> only a couple days okay, ago. Okay, so in my brain last week, but yes, sure. a couple of days ago. L cancer. That was not the point of that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, that was not the point. Uh, well, Maya is not successful because good guys who are nerds always win. Everybody except the Adams and Lewis die, and they all head back home and throw a ball from father to son to identical older son. (laughs) Well, a little bit of context to that one, too. That was something that younger Adam was talking about being a fond memory of his dad. Because no matter how tired he was when he came home... He, like, always took the time to go out and, like, throw the ball around a little bit. hmm So that was a nice tie-in to the whole... The, the most cliché father-son act. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, I mean, it was... For him, specifically, happened to be a very fond memory of him. Yeah. So that was a cool little, cool little nod to that. Yes. Well, while playing ball, the Adams disappear while Lewis is distracted and has his back turned. And we see young Adam show his mom the love she deserves and older Adam meet and crush on Laura during a lecture. Which, for context, was touched on earlier in the movie. That's how they actually met. Yeah. She showed up to the the wrong building for a lecture that she was not supposed to show up for because it wasn't actually her class. Then he, like, walked her to where she was supposed to be, and that was... Back to his door. Or just... (laughs) Oh, there's the money shot, baby. Oh, there it is. There it is. There was the last clip that we hadn't heard yet. All right. All right. Okay, then. You were holding that this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, you were. (laughs) Not for that joke. I was just looking for a proper place to put it. Hey, it worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Laura was shocked by that one. I was. Oh, there's the money shot. Juicy slices. <laughs> this sound effect makes it the best. Oh. Well, that's the end of the movie. Do we just go on to assume that it, their dad still died in 2020? They just got to go back and change time travel? Yeah. I, but that didn't yeah. affect the car accident that he got into. No, because specifically he he told them not to tell him. You know, like he knew something happened, but 
Yeah, he knew he was going to die before Adam became an adult, but he yeah. didn't know when it was going to happen. Yeah. Butterfly effect, it could alter the timeline and blah, 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 way too much and yeah. cause many other problems. And, right. Yeah. So it's a car accident, and if he didn't die, then that means maybe the other vehicle involved person died and then a whole slew of other events yeah Yeah. exactly or because adam didn't lose his dad at that time and ellie didn't lose her husband at that time that their lives went on a completely different path yeah blah 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 blah. see it's just i like watching movies for you know the way that they are Mm -hmm. i'm not usually one to like try to think too much into Mm -hmm. it like you know that's not realistic that's not gonna fucking happen yeah because those people are just always fucking pessimistic. I don't yeah. like those people. But yeah. yeah, time travel movies always bother me for the same reasons. It's just I get myself. I, and it's mainly just like a headache for me because it, I I just get myself in the, in the same loops of like, well, if they did this, then that doesn't work for the future. And then what yeah. happens? What happens? And then you it's make the wrong step somewhere. And then... It's like a snowball effect of whatever the fuck happens next. Yeah. Well, I kind of think that that's ultimately the point of the time travel movies and that they're Well, not for all of them, though. This one made it seem like everything worked out just fine. It's just time travel was never invented. Well, yeah. If they were able to, like, erase the existence of it, that would definitely make it different. Because then there would be no instance where, like... They could go back and change things yeah. before or after whatever already but happened, then right? why would they just disappear from that timeline? Because they went back to their own timeline. Because if With time what? travel was never a thing, they wouldn't have existed yeah. there and would have just gone back to wherever their, their right. normal timeline was, yeah. according to oh. the movie. Well, why would they linger around for so long after that? Machine was destroyed and then and for the movie, I died. Yeah, probably for the movie yeah. for, for, for see, that specific see, and then there's a, effect. There's yeah. a certain point where you have yeah. to just say, "Well, it's movie." Yeah, <laughs> yes. because in theory, if time travel were never a thing, as soon as they had destroyed that accelerator, they would have been gone instantly. Yeah, but again, that's why I kind because of like movie, movie, movie. Yeah. I like yeah. the idea of time travel movies because. It always acknowledges the fact that going back in time, going forward in time, it's not going to change anything. And if it does change anything, it can be catastrophic because things happen for a reason. The way that things pan out happen for a reason and it's all like meant to be. It's part of like, I don't know, something bigger than us. Much bigger, yeah. That just keeps things going the way that they're going and if we try to mess with it yeah. you know taking things away or changing it that it will get worse and it'll impact to the point where like you know in this movie in particular like if things panned out the way that ryan reynolds thought they were going to pan out he would have never even met his wife and that their whole timeline or their whole relationship would have never happened yeah he would have never have that experience in his life but at the same time that would have sucked (sighs) that he would have never got to experience that because it was the best part of his life but if he never had that in his life he wouldn't have anything to miss you know so i don't know that's that's one thing about time travel movies i've always kind of like appreciated that they go like that they basically tell you shit happens just keep moving forward you can't take anything back. You can't change the past. Yeah. The only way you can change the future is by doing things differently for yourself as you move forward. And Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But they, they still try to bring up the fact that you are capable of doing that. But not really, travel. though. They always make it seem like you <clears throat> are, but it's never true. Every single movie, it's all gone to shit. Every time. When is it, When has time travel ever been successful? In any setting where they were actually able to change things. Back to the future. But. <laughs> the end of that movie, they, they were in a much better position than they were prior. Yeah. Sure. But that was like a much earlier time. <laughs> yeah. Before well, the realization of actual time travel was a possibility. Well, we all know the best time travel movie of all time was Click. Yeah. 
I don't know if I've seen enough movies about time travel to say that's the best one. <laughs> it's probably not. I mean, it is interesting. It's just the yeah. biggest movies right now are Marvel movies, and mm-hmm. they don't really follow any most types of logic. Uh, no. So, not yeah. a big deal. Yeah, and now they're, we'll see with Multiverse of Madness. That one looks like fun. We'll see, yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do with that one. It's the multiverse theory. It's going to be painful brain. I bet that was a fucking shit show to film. Anyway. <laughs> the Adam Project. It was good. I liked it. <laughs> it was really I, I liked this movie. Yeah, I did too. We didn't touch on that too much, but it was it was pretty sentimental. Yeah, it was a little cheesy. Yeah. I don't think it was cheesy. I think it was actually authentic. Yeah. It wasn't cheesy. There was like there was no acting or parts that were like set up to trigger emotional responses. They were just like natural like life happenings and they were just discussed openly, which is not unfortunately not like the norm for most movies. So I think it it hit me harder at least because it was just like realistic, you know, just the shit that people go through. Yeah. Dealing with, you know, loss and separation. And, and yeah, like real grief. relatable. Yeah. Loss extremely too. Like that relatable. happens to a lot of people. And um, just the different levels of processing for it. Like, yeah, that were demonstrated with. Yeah. His mom, you know, Jennifer Garner's character and him at both him ages. At both ages. You know, the difference between a kid dealing with it and an adult man, how he came to terms with what he did as a child and reflecting on how he treated his mom after and yeah. all that stuff. It was yeah. it was it was a lot deeper than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, there was a lot of like very genuine moments. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It was entertaining. Yeah. I think I would agree with that. Probably my favorite scene, and even rewatching it tonight, my favorite scene was when young Adam sits down with grown Ryan Reynolds the picnic bench. at the picnic bench in front of the yeah. Pine Ridge Motel and tells him why he hates dad, is because dad died and he was gone and that he just yeah you know built up all his emotions towards hating him because hating him was easier than missing him or grieving for him yeah. so he channeled that all into hate and convinced himself that he didn't have a good dad but he had a great dad that was a good scene that was really good ended on a very nice little comedic note Kid reaching for the beard. No, you little <laughs> asshole. End of the scene. He tried a couple times. <laughs> Overall, though, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. It was really good. Even the second watch the day after, I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't really say that about a lot of movies that I've seen. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be able to watch it again immediately the next day. And still... And still enjoy it just as much, yeah. Well, I was able to appreciate more things on the second watch. Yeah, being being sober does that. Well, <laughs> did for me. I think we too. were a lot really tired too because we didn't start. Yeah, we were pretty really late. tired. Yeah, so, it's a yeah. problem with the the premiere of it being on a Friday, a Friday yeah. night. Yeah, we don't yeah. have the time to prepare for it. Really, we all worked that that whole yeah. day before, and then yeah. yeah. You know how they how they say cancer in Spanish? No. L cancer. Yes. Oh, there's the money shot, baby. Oh, L cancer is the money shot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. God damn it. No. So now we can move on. <laughs> after all the sentimental talk about how good of a movie this is, <sighs> as you all probably have figured out, there is no fucking budget for this movie because none of it is reported. Thank you, it's Netflix. Yeah. You have no budget. You have no. Uh, no box office, no gross, nothing. It was probably a fairly expensive movie, but we would not know. Meh. Trivia. Uh, when young Adam poses after a landing in the final fight sequence, he says, superhero landing. Yeah. <laughs> this is a well-known catchphrase used by Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. 
when young Adam suggests the multiverse theory to an adult Adam, he scoffs it away by quipping, we've watched too many movies. This is a tongue-in-cheek reference to the Phase 4 slate of the MCU, which is primarily based on the Marvel multiverse. Makes sense. Yeah. While Adams discuss in the motel, the motel's name appears as Pine Ridge Motel. This may be a nod to the Back to the Future series, where Pine is used in naming several sites that change from Twin Pine to Lone Pine as the consequence of time travel. Hmm. Cool. Possibly. There was like a mall that was named, had different names for it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a motel. Near the end, when the Adams, Ryan Reynolds, and their dad, Mark Ruffalo, open the container with sports equipment inside, there are stickers on the lid, including Deadpool and the Hulk. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. <laughs> Did you see it? That's pretty no, cool, though. Ryan Reynolds. On, wh- on what? What was it on? It's one of those it's like, on the plastic sports tote. equipment container. It's where he grabbed the glove and the <gasps> oh, see, baseball from. I saw the container, but the it was only for a second. Like yeah. he, the yeah, lid was taken off right away, and then the I just saw everything that was in the container. I saw a Nerf gun in the container. That was probably yeah. the only thing that caught my eye besides the baseball gloves because I yeah. knew that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds, Zoe Saldana, Jennifer Garner, and Mark Ruffalo have all portrayed Marvel slash DC characters. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds was Wade Wilson, Deadpool, mm-hmm. and the Green Lantern. Zoe Saldana was Gamora in Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah. Jennifer Garner was Electra Nachos, Electric Nachos. Yeah, Electric Nachos. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo was Bruce Hulk. Banner, Hulk. In the Nachos. MCU. What is? Electra really? Nachos. That's her last name? Mm-hmm. Sparky Nachos. <laughs> While in college, the Zoe Saldana character of Laura is revealed to be a computational linguistics major. Yeah. She also famously played the character of Uhara, who is... A Uhura. Wolf, Uhura. Oh, yeah. Who's also a yeah. linguist... In the movie Star Trek oh. and its sequels. It's a cool nod. Uhura. Uhura. Uhura, yeah. Okay. That one was kind of a big deal because she was one of the first African-American females that got cast for a role in a big- The original in the Star original, Trek it was, series. It was a big deal. And she had love interests that were not African-American. Yeah. So it was a really big deal. First, so, I believe the first on-screen mixed race kiss too. Yeah, and I think it was with Captain Kirk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so it was it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, that that character was a very big deal. Yeah, and oh. so for Zoe Saldana to get cast for that role like later on in life, it's pretty That's pretty, pretty cool. big nod. You know, well, the first uh, black hero in. Cinema history goes to the um, Night of the Living Dead, which yes. is George, George A. Romero. Yeah. Yeah, and he told me, I don't know if Bruce knows this, but tell, tell him about the like the casting and why it was done that way. Well, George A. Romero was just, uh, he wasn't looking for anybody specific. He was looking for a person that fit the character. You know and, Night of the Living Dead, more like yeah, the classic. Night of the Living Dead, the, the main like hero character. Yeah was a, a black character and he wasn't looking for any specific color in person and he didn't he was just looking for somebody who fit the role yeah and that's okay. just that guy just fit the role the best he was the person that auditioned and See, that's the way it should be and what year did that movie come out 1968 yeah, yeah. yeah so pretty significant <laughs> yeah there was no mistaking him for being african-american there was no way you know no, he, he was not any mistake yeah and he then yeah. didn't he help and like save like a he very saved a white woman yeah white woman and then because of that it changed the whole production value on the movie right yeah they ran into some like issues later on and it became like royalty free almost immediately or the the money that was earned none of it went to the director <sighs> Wow. And it was like, as you know, it's an incredibly wow. iconic film. 
of the the horror genre. Yeah. Yeah. So George A. Romero was pretty fucked for a while. He had to try to that's um, fucked up. Go off of like yeah. his own budget to make anything else past that point. Wow. And not because the movie wasn't good. The movie was amazing. The movie is the but the movie's God. literally iconic. I mean, it set the tone for so many he pretty much invented the zombie genre. Yeah, he did. And so many he's influenced so many other like horror movies to this day. I mean Right. But I don't know, I just I think that's such a cool story. Yeah. That is I had no idea. Yeah, he he told me that a few years ago, but like I just think that's such a cool story because it wasn't even like he did it on purpose. It wasn't like a hey I'm doing this to he just did it because it didn't like because he was so like just because he was good for the part like that but but i mean not even that but like george romero was just like he he is just like a non-racist person and was like hey this Mm -hmm. person is accurate and he didn't guys the best yeah he he probably looked at it and thought this guy's amazing he he made the movie and thought it was fantastic and had no no preconceived notion because even like look at it like as someone he wasn't doing any social commentary he's literally just the best part for the role one of my main icons, George Romero. And to be honest, I don't know if the, the rights thing had a lot to do with him casting a black man as the main hero but, character. I but mean, it kind of adds up. During though, that it? time, it's a very, very plausible. Yeah. Yeah. But it could also just Conclusion. be, it could also just be greedy production companies taking sure. advantage of a new director who didn't really know how it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. When Lewis Reed... Mark Ruffalo says that he gets a student's t-shirt during a lecture. <laughs> the shirt has a picture of Nicolas Cage, but the name John Travolta under it. Face this off. is a reference to the film Face Yeah, off. obviously. <laughs> that was, that when the was two cool actors one. played each other. I didn't get that until the second playthrough because I mm. didn't remember that line existing in the first watch. I remember seeing the the shirt. Yeah, I saw the shirt and I, and I saw, I was like, I was like, Nicholas Cage, and then I saw John Travolta, and I was like, oh, face off. Yeah, like, face it's off. just immediate for yeah. me. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Gardner's golden retriever, Birdie, makes a cameo. <gasps> it's her dog? <laughs> of course it's her dog. God. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Jennifer Gardner is, like, the cutest, cool. yeah. like, person in the world. Like, have you ever seen her, like, cooking videos? She has cooking videos? Yeah, she's... Uh, no, she like, I saw her on Hot Ones and she did pretty good. She's the cutest person <laughs> ever. Like, she makes cooking videos, like, food she makes for her kids. And she's just, like... I don't know. She's, like, the cutest, sweetest, like, mom. I don't oh. know. She hmm. seems like the coolest person. All right. Well, that's our podcast. <laughs> the end? That's it. All right. Uh, next week, we will be covering This Is Where I Leave You, a 2014 dramedy. That's a bit of a change from uh, a bit of a change of form for Sean Levy, but that's pretty much been every movie we've covered so far. Uh, they're all pretty, pretty different. Yeah. But I look forward to this one. It's the only R-rated movie in his filmography. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. It also has a huge cast. Uh, yeah. So well, I look forward to that one. I'm not sure where you can watch that. Probably on like any of the main ones: Prime, HBO, Netflix. You bought Blue. it on Amazon. Well, I bought the the physical copy because yeah. that's what you like to do. Support the people that make your movies. Streaming services. It looks like a Halo. Halo. Who? Halo. Hulu. Fucking hell! <laughs> Talking about the damn characters in the movie. <laughs> uh, Hulu. Yeah. Okay. All right. So go check it out on Hulu and catch up with us next week and we HBO will... Max too sorry oh there you go so this is where I leave you you can watch it on HBO Max or Hulu and you can come back next week we're going to cover it and hopefully it's good it's the, yeah, only, th- it's the only thing that I mean I know nothing about it none Same of here. us none of us have Same seen it here, here. Yeah. so be a first time watch for everybody yeah going in blind oh yeah if you want to get a hold of us talk shit come over to our email you can send us one at beanduppedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can come to us on... Oh, there's the money shot, baby. 
sure. Instagram or Twitter <laughs> on at Pod on either one of those. And send us a voicemail. God damn it. Yeah, it'd be nice to have one of those. <laughs> we got one. That'd be cool. Oh. <laughs> it was Alex Jones. <laughs> no. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Peace soup. Good night. Bad. Oh, there's the money shot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>